Okay, everybody. Welcome back. My name's Katie Schwartz. Hello. I have today with me Victor Sanchez. Hello, Victor. Hi, Bestie. How you doing? Hi, Hi guys. <laughs> um, Vic is one of my besties from good old Pocacha. That's how we met. Um, do you want to explain a little bit about how we met or the Pocacha app at all? Oh, how we met was actually, I think I met you on one, one of my friends' lives. Mm -hmm. And then I came to check out your live, your live, and I loved it. And Katie's oh. amazing. She's a sweetheart. Oh. She's awesome. And uh, we became friends pretty quickly. And from there, we, we stayed friends, you know. Yeah. Accurate. Very true. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, I'm just going to move this over so I can see the questions. And we shall start. So, Vic, we're actually doing something that's called a semi-structured interview. Okay. Um, this is actually like a qualitative research project. So mm -hmm. basically what that means is I'm asking everyone that I interview the same set of questions. And then we will obviously like spitball from there and we can just talk about whatever pops up. Sounds good. All right, cool. So the first question that I have for you, um, this is, and really what this show is all about is us talking about, um, you know, our disabilities or learning differences or mental illnesses or traumas and talking about how that impacted us as students or as family members, as people in general. And yeah, um, yeah that's about it. Um, okay, so first you wanna introduce yourself a little bit. What do you do? What have you done in the past? Can you tell us a little bit about your musical career, things like that? Because I'm really interested in those things with you. Sure. Um, my name is Victor Sanchez, as you guys know. I'm a rapper. I'm a singer. I'm a comedian. I love to joke around. I make up jokes all the time. I write songs, poetry. I write music. I uh, stream on Pocatello as well. Plus, I work two jobs. I work as a cook at, at uh, Slippery Rock University and a, as a daycare worker, take care of uh, six, two, and three-year-olds at Montgomery County Kids Daycare. So I'm a busy man. <laughs> you are a busy man. That's so true. Um, tell us a little bit about like your past. I know you said you met like Avril Lavigne and like all these really cool people. Yeah, so how did you meet all of these like cool people? I used to have my own band when I was younger mm -hmm. and we traveled all around the world. Like I, the way we started was we started as a garage band and uh, I decided to, when back then it was MySpace, I decided to make friends on MySpace all around the world. Mm -hmm. and just send them some of our music, see if they liked it. And from there, I got gigs in different places. I would tell them, go to your, your uh, club manager or wherever, you know, and, and see if they like our music and go from there. And then we'd, we'd save up money and go to different places. And that's how we started out. That is so freaking cool. Oh and uh, I, was, I was blessed to meet Avril Lavigne and Lincoln Park and Good Charlotte and Evanescence. They came and actually were on my, were in my, my, uh, they came to my gigs and they, I actually opened for a bunch of them as well. And so it was pretty cool. My first concert was Weird Al Yankovic, but my second concert was Good Charlotte. Nice. nice. Yeah, I fucking love Good Charlotte. I'm a big fan, big Avril Lavigne fan too. I love pop punk music. You know, I play all different kinds of music in my streams. So. Oh, yeah, you have lots of music. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Well, thanks so much for telling us a little bit about you. And I'm going to get into the questions now. And then um, we can spitball from there. Great. Sounds good. All right. 
how did you see your being labeled or unrecognized as having like a disability, a mental illness, trauma background, whatever it is, as impactful on the education you received? Well, when I was younger, I, everybody thought I was just, you know, faking. I was just kidding that nothing was wrong with me, that I was just slow, that I was just not trying. You know, a lot of teachers thought I wasn't trying, wasn't even working hard to do anything. Can you speak up point, just slightly? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, sure. A lot of teachers thought I wasn't even trying, but really I was. And a lot of kids thought I was just goofing off and joking around, but I wasn't, you know? Yeah. So it was hard. I mean, I have ADHD. I have, I have ADHD and I have uh, PTSD and OCD, so. Mm, yeah, and I have, you know, I have ADHD and bipolar, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, um, and we didn't know that I was bipolar until I was like 20 seven or 28 at this point so um and no one knew I had ADHD because I would just sit there in class like completely silent so mm -hmm. they were like oh she's just not paying attention or then they would like yeah, yell at exactly me it. or like they would call on me randomly and I wouldn't know what to say and then they mm -hmm. would get mad at me <laughs> and it was so like it was so sad because it's like they yeah. were obviously just trying their best and I was trying my best but my you thing I was know. good on I was good on in the classwork, but I wasn't good at the test. I you were always good at up in the test. Yeah. So they thought I wasn't just wasn't trying because I was so good at the classwork. I wasn't good at the test. They thought I wasn't trying. Do you think you had like I some test anxiety or something? I don't know. Maybe it could be. Hmm. Who knows? Um, okay. Well, how did you come to realize that you learned differently or had struggles that others didn't in school? From watching my peers, from watching my friends. Uh, learning that they either had a disability or didn't, I was able to see myself. And, you know, it's hard, it's hard to see yourself. You can see yourself, everybody else, you can't see yourself. You know, you can see everybody else, you can't see yourself. So when, whenever I seen them and their disabilities and or, not, or lack thereof, then I realized I had a disability and something was wrong. And I didn't know what it was, but I knew there was something wrong, you know? Right, yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Um, okay, I would have had more to say about that, but I started zoning out because of my ADHD. So I'm going to move to the next question. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, by the way, um, I know Vic and I are actually on video right now, you guys, but everyone's just listening to us currently, just so you're aware, Vic, no one's actually seeing our faces right now, but mm. yeah. <laughs> um, so Vic, how did you begin to hone your learning techniques? Did you develop or learn these strategies? How did you do that? Well, I developed them definitely. I, I have, since I have OCD, since I have OCD, it's easier for me to put things in order. If I, as long as I have a structure to something, I'm able to, to do things easier and better. So I had to put everything in my life in order. And especially with testing and with schoolwork, I had to have it in a certain order. If not, I would, would not understand, it, you know? Right. That, that makes, makes a lot sense. of sense. Yeah. I am not OCD, so I would put nothing in order. And um, <laughs> then I was, my teachers were like, why are you so messy? Why is your desk messy? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I was just like, that's just how I am. Like, I don't know. I can't organize myself. <laughs> and um, sometimes they would organize my desk for me. Like when I was really little, I feel like they would. But yeah. um, when I got older, they were just like, why are you lazy? <laughs> <laughs> um okay 
What were your relationships like with teachers? Did you receive praise, criticism, encouragement on your work or in regards to your behavior? Well, when I was three years old, I had a horrible teacher, of course, that uh, she was racist and didn't like me because of the color of my skin. Ugh. And so she uh, told me that she was going to fail me and told me that I was a, a piece of dirt and all kinds of stuff. And did she literally say that she didn't like you because of the color of your skin? Did she literally yes, she say did. that? Yeah, she literally said it. She said that uh, if I'm not white, I'm not right. So. Uh, yeah. Fuck, dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have a Jewish last name. So I think a lot of people probably think I am Jewish, but um, my grandfather's Jewish. Mm -hmm. But I don't have any like religious um, affiliations or backgrounds or anything like that. But I don't know. I, maybe that might be why people were mean to me sometimes too. I don't really know. Yeah, you can be. never know, right? But unless yeah, someone tells be. you directly like that, it's mm -hmm. so exactly. sad, dude. Yeah, well, my sister took care of it. She threw a hot pot of coffee on her. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I teachers. love that for your sister. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Okay. Um, other teachers, they uh, would just just thought I wasn't trying, just was thought I wasn't applying myself. Yeah. Right. Then yeah. I, then I was a teacher's pet when they realized that I had a disability. Really? Okay. Teacher's pet more. So yeah. did they eventually recognize you as having a disability? And did you get yeah. we call them an IEP, an individualized education plan in special mm -hmm. education? Did you get one of those? I got one for a little while and then they put me back into the higher classes. So they put me back into uh like advanced classes advanced learning classes and I'm like Good. why <laughs> but okay because you're smart that's why <laughs> yeah that's why because you're smart are you good Sorry, mom my mom <laughs> you're good <laughs> don't worry about it um okay let's see um, what were your relationships like with teachers? I already read that to you. Maybe I should start checking off the questions I do and organizing myself. Come on, Katie. <laughs> See, this is my ADHD at work. Yep. What were your relationships like with peers? Uh, pretty, pretty good. I mean, I got, I had a lot of friends, but when I was younger, I was picked on because I was misunderstood. Mm. But, uh, I always fought back, of course. I'm a New Yorker. That's what we do. <laughs> nice yeah see no one really picked on me very much I can remember like one instance of like a boy calling me like flat chested in middle school and then um years later at a party in um like senior year of high school he was hitting on me and I was just like ew you're disgusting and he was like what the fuck because he was really popular so mm -hmm. it was really funny um but I was like I remember what you said to me <laughs> Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I didn't really get made fun of that much in school because I was so, like I said, I was so quiet that um, mm -hmm. no one knew that I was that weird to make fun of me. So mm -hmm. if I would started talking sooner in school, I'm sure people would have made fun of me, but I made some good friends in school, honestly. So yeah. I got lucky. I was lucky in high school. I met a lot of good friends and I, I was one of the popular kids back then. But... Oh, really? Mm -hmm. But I was I was not like the preppy like I I hate preppy people so I wasn't one of the preppy popular people I was 
might be lovely. Yeah. I think I've told you this before, but um, I used to wear like really preppy clothes in high school, like Hollister and like all that kind of stuff. And then, mm -hmm. but I was always listening to like pop punk music and like emo music. Just because you wear preppy clothes, just because you wear preppy clothes doesn't make you preppy. I know. Like, and I like all, that, all the time, they, all the weird stuff they say. It's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, I don't, uh, the fun fact is like, I still don't know exactly what's wrong with me. I was, um, I, I told you this before. I told a lot of people this on Pacocha, but I've been to psychiatric facilities before yeah. and um, for my manic episodes. And um, this, my roommate was actually really irritated with me. And she was just like, what's wrong with you? Do you have Tourette's or something? And I said, I don't know. They won't tell me what's wrong with me. <laughs> and then I got my room changed because she tried to kill me, but that's a different story. Um, yeah, she like came at me really hard during our group, but it was really funny. She didn't actually try to kill me, but she did try to like maybe strangle me or something. I'm not really sure. People were holding her back. It was really, it was a mess um okay what were your relationships like with parents or siblings did their behaviors or labels impact you well my father was an alcoholic he was uh very mentally verbally abusive to me and my brother to my mom and my sister he was physically abusive so that was horrible you know um it taught me not to drink not to uh be like that you know he also cheated on my mom and uh, he had a different wife in Puerto Rico mm. and two other kids. So that's why I've never cheated on a woman in my life. I don't believe in it. Mm -hmm. Well, good for you. That is such a shame though. Oh, mm -hmm. um, how about siblings? Do you have siblings? I do. I have a twin brother and an older sister. That's right. You said your sister threw the coffee pot or the coffee on your teacher. <laughs> That's my, nice. twin brother, my twin brother he's gay oh cool nice I love him and respect, respect him regardless regardless that doesn't matter yeah it's a story <laughs> yeah I mean I'm definitely not straight so I feel you and, no, I um, <laughs> <laughs> no comment on the label of what I am but I'm definitely not straight um <laughs> and okay did you get along with your siblings though yeah for the most part like like I said before my brother's an asshole so your brother's an asshole. <laughs> he, he, he wears shirts that says he's an asshole. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. That's so funny, Vic. Oh so my we god. Get, we get we get along when we're not together. <laughs> okay, yeah. So if you haven't seen each other for a while and then you see each other, it's like a nice reunion yeah. type of a thing. We talk, we talk all the time on, on Facebook Messenger and I talk to him every day, hmm. but I can't live with that makes a lot of sense it's hard when you have a lot of people in one household with like different issues and stuff like my dad was definitely depressed growing up and my mom was definitely anxious mm. and I definitely inherited both of those qualities like obviously I'm a manic depressive but like I have depression I have anxiety and um yeah it's hard when you're like especially when we've talked about that we're both kind of empathic mm. um and like, it's hard when you identify as an empath and you're taking in everyone else's energy because you don't know what's yours and what someone else's. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's really weird to live like mm -hmm. that too, but yeah, it's interesting. 
Um, okay. How is your behavior and engagement in the classroom impacted by how you were labeled or unrecognized? Did you find yourself retreating inward or acting out externally? You talked about this a little bit, but maybe expand a bit. Yeah, I'm sorry. Can you ask the question again? My mom was talking. How is your behavior and engagement in the classroom impacted by how you were labeled or unrecognized? Did you find yourself retreating inward or acting out externally? More, more uh, inward, somewhat, sometimes externally. Like if it, if it was bullying, like I would, I would definitely be more external because I don't, I don't let anybody put try to bully me or put their hands on me in any way. I'll, I'll hurt somebody. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't. At the same time, when it was the teachers, it was more inward because I did, couldn't act out towards teachers because I'd get in trouble. Yeah. Right, and you want to be respectful too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you're a respectful guy, so that makes sense. Um, cool. Well, thank you for answering that. And my last question, and then we can just spitball from there if we have anything else to talk about with our experiences in schools. Um, can you recall any specific interactions which highlighted your disability or differences as a student? And then also as a teacher, because you're a teacher, so. Yeah, actually with, uh, with teaching, definitely, because since I have OCD, everything has to be in order. Everything has to have its place, yep. you know, and when I'm teaching them, there's a certain order to everything when I'm, we have to clean up everything because I'm not going to get upset. Right. <laughs> I'll start cleaning up if the kids don't want to clean, I'll start cleaning up and I'll just start seeing clean up, clean up everybody everywhere and yes. I'll just have the whole room cleaned enough time. <laughs> I freaking love that clean up song. That is so mm -hmm. smart. Mm -hmm. That's very smart. So you use like music in your classroom then? Yeah, I, I, I do use a lot of music in my classroom. I also use my language arts. You know, I, I, I speak seven different languages, guys. So I speak, I use my languages to teach them, to teach kids different languages as well. Can you say hello in each language that you know and tell us what language it is? Oh, a lot of Spanish. I was born only speaking Spanish. Ah, uh, hablo um, espanol, un pequeño. Sí, un poquito. Solamente un poquito. Yo nací solamente hablando español. I was born only speaking Spanish. You were born only speaking Spanish. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. wow. cool. I learned English, English when I was five. So you're an English language learning student. That is so cool. Mm -hmm. Nice. And then I took French. Bonjour. Okay. Bye in French. Okay. I took Italian. Okay. I took uh, Hebrew, Greek, Aramaic, the Chinese. Cool. I took sign language. I took a lot of languages because I fell in love with languages after I learned English right. because of the fact that even though it was the hardest language of all of them to learn because of all the slang, <laughs> it was so hard to learn because of all the different slang, but I fell in love with languages just like I fell in love with music. So. Wow, that is so interesting. Oh my goodness, that's so cool. Um, how about any like specific interactions that highlighted your disability as a student or differences as a student? Yeah, uh, it was a time the teacher asked me to come on the board, come to the board and uh, answer a question. And she had the equation out of order. And as you know, I have OCD, so the OCD kicked in right away. You fixed Plus it. Plus my ADHD kicked in right away. <laughs> So I had to fix the equation and then try to put it all together in my head, you know? Yeah. 
gosh. Did you fix it and did you figure it out? I did fix it. It took me a while to figure out the actual answer because the equation was all mixed up. <laughs> so I oh, no. I hate when they don't give you the equations for math tests. I feel like that's so not fair because we have Google. Like when you get out of school, you can just Google and look it up. So why do you have to memorize all this stuff in school? Do you know what I mean? Another funny thing that just came to mind was when I first got here from, from Miami, Florida to New York and I was first learning English. My, I had, they gave me a, they put me and my brother in a Spanish class. And they were, they said we had to learn Spanish. Said, we were born speaking Spanish. What do you mean? <laughs> So this teacher was trying to teach us Spanish and she was a white lady and she did not know how to speak proper, proper Spanish. So I was teaching her how to speak in the proper way. Oh my gosh, I love that. I was like, my OCD was kicking in like crazy. I was like, no, wait a minute. <laughs> <Go and sleep. laughs> Hold on a second, lady. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, Hold on, let me see if I can say this. Um, Saque Espanol en la Escuela Secundaria. Did I say that right? You Espanol in the in escuela secundaria in second grade you took Spanish. No, I meant to say in high school I took Spanish. Oh. What, how do I say that? <laughs> yo cojo, yo cogí español en escuela. Yo cogí español en la escuela. En escuela. En escuela. That's all you gotta say. I took I took school. I took Spanish in school. That's expansion school. Okay. <laughs> um, my last question that I'm just adding in now. Um, do you feel like you would have listened more in class if your teachers were more fun or were like cursing or like doing funnier things like that? Yeah, especially in high school, cursing definitely would have been fun. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Let's let our teachers curse. We let them we let them curse in college. I was a college professor and they let me curse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like when I was younger before I knew what cursing really was, yeah, it would have been nice to have a fun teacher, somebody that got me. You know, someone that understood me at least, you know. Yeah, we just made up an extra question to this whole thing. That's exciting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Always good to make up extra questions. <laughs> we love making up extra questions. Mm -hmm. oh gosh um okay well any like last thoughts or feelings about the school system especially as like an ELL student English language learning student um do you have any other like comments about what you'd like to see changed or done differently I think that the teachers need to look at each individual student and not judge them and think that they are just not trying or just giving up because yeah. you know they think they're slacking or they think they just want to play games or whatever, but really they don't know what's going on in that child's head. They don't know what's, if they're going through any learning disability or if they're going through any mental disability, if they're going through any problems at home. So they should just really get to know the student per, per, per child and see where they're coming from really before they start labeling people. Yes. And I think my biggest thing about like what I want to see change differently is I want people to really recognize those implicit biases that they have, like mm -hmm. the things mm -hmm. that even when, like you said, your teacher was overtly racist, but a lot of teachers, unfortunately, are enacting racist practices without mm -hmm. realizing they're racist because of things like we fear black males in this country mm -hmm. sometimes, you know what exactly. I mean? So for example, like if I had a student getting really loud with me and it was a white student, um, I might've brushed it off more than if it was a black student. 
And mm. I'm saying I, because I probably have done these things without realizing it. You know what I mean? You see, the, the problem is not just teachers, it's, the, it's our country in, in general, you know? Yeah. We're all fearful of what we, what we don't understand. So yes. what we don't know. Yeah. So then that's the problem. It's the same thing like with you, like you say you're, you're not straight, but you're not exactly a lesbian either. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we haven't described, we haven't talked about what you exactly are and that's fine, but there are so many biases out there when you put a name out there, like if you say you're gay, if you say you're lesbian, if you say you're this, you say you're that, because yeah. they we're, we're so afraid of the misunderstood of what we don't understand that yeah. we decide to we, we in, in, invertly hate it, even though we don't realize we're doing it. You know? Absolutely. It's so scary to think that like people are so well-intentioned and they're trying really hard, but because of certain protocols and then because of their implicit biases or like overtly being racist, like you were talking about, um, that everything gets fucked up because of that. Exactly. It shouldn't, it shouldn't matter what color of skin we are. It shouldn't matter what we decide to be in life, what, what we choose to, what, what relationship we choose to, to have. Yeah. It's, you know, we should love each other because we're all the same. We bleed the same color no matter what. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know if you were in there the one time in my stream, but I was bugging out at this dude because he was talking about a musical artist who had a name to me that sounded kind of racist. Were you there for this? No. If I was, oh I would goodness. probably him off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he said the artist's name and it sounded racist. So I was like, I paused the music and I was just like, why don't you explain that for a second? Except I was being really bitchy about it because I was like, ooh, we're not doing this today. And then he had to explain to me it was the musical artist's name. And he got so mad at me. Um, but he came back later. He was like, I cooled off. I'm absolutely not racist, just so you know, whatever. And like, things were fine after that. And I think he's come back to my stream a couple of times, but I can imagine he wouldn't want to ever come back after he felt like I called him racist. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just like, it's so interesting that like, we just can't make assumptions about things. Mm -hmm. And, um, but we also, we, we are responsible for ourselves and you have to recognize when you have biases. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm -hmm. yeah. But you, you did a, that was an honest mistake on your part. <laughs> no, it yeah, wasn't. it was an honest mistake. And because the music video I was looking at didn't have the original artist's name on it. So it's like, I wouldn't have known either mm -hmm. way, you know, exactly. But, exactly. yeah, it was, it was interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Vic. This was a pleasure. Um, yeah, it was a pleasure, Bestie. Good yeah, to see you again. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, Bestie. Um, I'm going to stop this recording now and we are good to go.